And welcome to another episode of Hammer Time with your host, me, Chris Rios. I'm here today with a couple recurring guests. Um, first one, Ricky. Ricky, my soccer expert, loves to dabble in football, loves to hop on the locks. Ricky, say hi to everyone. What's up, y'all? I'm basically here today to uh, fact check Jacob. Consider me CNN, like what they do with Trump. Uh, keeping track of all his zany fucking mm. takes and mm-hmm. shit. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That makes sense. We need someone. We got to be held accountable here at Hammer Time. Uh, and, uh, and to defend themselves, coming up next, um, a recurring guest, one that I hope to keep on at least as long as he has his here, uh, Mr. Jacob Pavlovsky. Say hi to everybody again. Oh, man, that's great. I didn't know we're doing middle names now. Christopher James Rios. Like, that's great to know that's the official thing going on. Just calling me out like that. In the flesh. Yeah, clearly, clearly. Uh, But thank you for having me back. I appreciate it. Enjoyed it last time. Uh, I just, I love it, dude. Sports betting, sports, football's back. You just love everything Mm -hmm. about it. And, uh, you know, I don't know with Ricky fact-checking me. Because he doesn't know nothing about football. We're about to prove it today. So let's have this good, uh, That's good going about it. Yeah, I mean, that, you do have a point there, Jacob. Ricky is sitting last in the fantasy league rankings. So. Oh, dude. <laughs> and I'm all nice. I, I'm first in our division, man. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm, 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 you're tied for the last. I mean, it's just as bad. Hey, 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 hey. Let, you know what? You know what? Just say. You know, I'm, I'm going to defend Ricky. It's, that that was uncalled for. That is a bunch of bullshit. Let's let the money speak for itself. How much did we win this week, fellas? Oh, uh, what, what? Oh, well, well, I'll go ahead and start. Yeah. I came up a couple hundred bucks. Jacob, what you do? Uh, I was actually down a couple, uh, just, just, uh, just a rack. But uh, we luckily... Not have to pay anyone off, so I have a good, uh, pretty good bookie right now that I'm working with. So I was still in that range of not having to pay, but no, it was a rough weekend for me. A lot of upsets that uh, really hit hard that I was not expecting, and what I thought yeah. was locked bets just run over. But hey, we learn, and we've learned a lot about some of these other teams and how we take that information and move forward is what's going to make us, you know, better. Uh, not only sports fans, but better gamblers going forward. Damn, it was that bad, huh? Yeah, it was pretty bad. Ricky? I got fucked over by the... I lost... Uh, this past weekend, I lost... Uh, what was it? I lost... Enough. Like, 120. Mm. I lost... Uh, I lost... The buck who fucked me over. The bills fucked me over because I took the spread. They didn't cover against uh, what is Miami, and uh, who else didn't cover? The uh, a lot of teams fucked me over. I took the spread on. I, I I didn't parlay anything. I didn't take any money lines. I lost like three out of my four bets. No, three out of my seven bets. That's tragic because three out of my seven bets. That, that truly is tragic, guys. Because for those new betters out there, Ricky did everything you're supposed to do. Right, he didn't chase. He didn't go for anything ridiculous. Hell, he even did the number one thing any serious gambler should do, which is stay eight fucking million miles away from parlays. For the love of you. 
it just goes to show you can do everything right and still be an asshole. It's like being with a woman, right? Or trying to win an argument with a woman. It's the exact same way, right? Because even whenever you're right, you're probably wrong, man. Oh, and the... I can't forget the fucking Vikings, dude. They got completely trashed by the Colts. They fucked me over as well. They fucked me as well. Complete. Uh, the, whatever the opposite of a shout-out is. Opposite of a shout-out to my name, Kirk Cousins. Um, and the entire Indianapolis Colts. And, and let that be a lesson for you. I fucking hate the Vikings. I thought they were mediocre last season. And I... I don't know why I had any faith in them to cover this for past weekend, but hey, I mean, mistakes happen. That, hey, speaking of mistakes, though, guys, around the horn, let, hey, I, I don't know about y'all, I'm a huge believer we learn something every week, right? Even if I have a good week, like I did this week, by the way, tuning my own horn here, three consecutive positive weeks accumulating about $800. So That's I'm, good. Uh, round of applause. Round of applause for Chris right there. Let's go. Get round of applause. Round thank of applause. You, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I am I am on a steady heater. You know, it's not, I'm not scorching hot like the sun like Jacob was last week, but I'm on a steady heater, which I'll take. How much? Which I'll take. How much did you win last week, Jacob? Uh, so last week I won 230 which was going on the binge of straight up winning. I had about 400, 450, I think I won total uh, on a straight win. So like I said, uh, I still, like I said, I still haven't lost yet, but just to give it in perspective, I was up 133 coming into Sunday, uh, dropped down 56. But what really hit me hard was that Monday night game with the Saints. Oh, I, hammered, I, I hammered, I hammered the Saints. Oh, man, you're not the only but, one, though, dude. That, that, that shit ruined so many people. Me and, Chris took, me and Chris took the spread, and you know what Yeah, no, I took the spread, too. The only thing that saved me, the only thing that saved me that night from actually paying was uh, Alvin Kamara and oh, that okay. uh, the the uh, player bet that I took of him is scoring at least yeah. one wait, rushing wait, touchdown. So you, wait, Kamara so, went off. Wait, wait, wait a minute. So you didn't actually have to pay the book? No, I didn't. Oh, well, then, bro, you're you're... You had a zero weekend then. You're I had like, zero weekend. I said, I'm still like in, in terms of actual, but like, no, yes, in terms of actually paying, I'm like, zero. You got, you finished like negative 140, right? You missed like, yeah, yeah I, me, I missed yeah, it, but like, clear the air, people. let me clear the air, people. If you don't, if money does not leave your pocket, you didn't lose a goddamn thing. Okay. That is just how it is. I've dug myself out of holes that never really ever existed. If you don't lose my actual money, you didn't lose. But that's the hard part. You got to dig yourself out of that hole you put yourself in. Oh, of course. Oh, not course. easy at all. Not easy at all. Because you're already a, with your back against the wall, so. Uh-huh. But hey, um, let's, I guess, uh, anybody then around the horn, lessons, lessons for the people. Anything that, uh, anything you learned this week that you don't want to take into the next? Oh, my God. Like, I, I've taken a couple of things right now divisional rivalry games i like i should know better about this already but if you're watching that kansas city chargers game right there tells you why you should always stay away from visual divisional rivalry games uh and also a lot of times some of the things i had i realized uh if you think a team is going to win and they're the underdog take the spread to help you out take that spread to help you cover it out because I had a bet with the, I took a, with the Falcons, 
betting that they would win the game. Took and that line. yeah, took money yeah, line that shit. Sure. That money line odds was oh gosh, let me grab that real quick. I'm trying to find it right here. It was, pretty, it, it was plus one forty five. It was plus one forty five. Plus one forty five. I was like, oh, I think they're gonna be the Cowboys. Right. But you that just taking them plus three. Plus three, and I would have cashed out. And yeah, God. you got it. You gotta make sure that if you just think your team's gonna win, you gotta play it safe sometimes and just I mean, take I that can't spread. Me for that. Everybody was like, fuck it. I know there's some dude that bet on like the Falcons halftime, like, alright, they're gonna cash. So, like, yeah, it's there was a, a guy who bets like 35k, right, to win 1200 or something. Yeah. Uh, there, and, I mean, that, that right there is the lesson I, I messaged this in our, in our group. But yeah, dude, never. Don't take large money lines. Don't now. ever bet never. more than you can afford. It doesn't matter of like, oh, I guarantee. Never. It's never guaranteed. There's no such Not, thing as a. Yeah, there's no such thing as a lock, but there are such things that things you want to hammer. That's what we do here. Yeah, uh, I'll add to that. Um, yeah, don't bet on teams you're not fully invested or fully confident. The reason I bet on the fucking Vikings was because uh, um, they they had a close game with the Packers, right? It was a divisional game. And, and then they were playing the Colts. And the Colts fucking lost to the Jaguars, and I'm like, okay, so the Jaguars, the Colts are off to a bad start. That 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 should mean that the Vikings should have easier game compared to the Packers, but that was not the case. I should have done more research, but I just weren't for it. That's yeah, the other, that. yeah, the other one I think I also messed up on was I took a live bet on Sunday night. Uh, after uh, getting another player prop bet, I took the Cam Newton over to get a rushing touchdown. That's the second, by the way, that's the second week he's gotten a rushing touchdown. If you want to take some of these bets about Cam Newton, I'm saying he's really good for getting these rushing touchdowns if you have player props. But then I took a life bet at halftime for Patriots to win the game. Uh, once again, should have taken the uh, the spread even at a halftime. I mean, that's not a horrible bet, but I get what you Live betting can be scary. Live um, betting can be scary. Yeah, for me, uh, I mean, I had a decent week. And I almost lost a lot with that Chiefs game, but I'd have to say, lesson still learned, though, um, would probably be sticking to the plan. Uh, I missed out on hammering that Rams-Eagles uh, game. Uh, I got more focused on my quote-unquote lock of a parlay that I should have really just used that money to hammer the Rams, which was my hammer time lock of the week last week, mm-hmm. and it was easy money. They whooped that ass on the Eagles. I should have cashed in on that harder, and I didn't, and I feel like an asshole because of it. But hey, like looking back on it now, we're here in week three, the week three episode of Hammer Time. Uh, we have so far this deep into the show uh, right now I had a 9-7 and seven first week and a 10-6 and six, um, week to 5 games above 500 just at 60% I'm hanging in there guys hanging in there and that being said let's go ahead and get things started and talking about week 3 as much as we love to learn lessons you have to have a closer mentality in this life and especially in the world of gambling. You can't think about what's happened in the past. You can't ride too long successes. And you can't keep your head in the gutter too long or defeats. You have to keep fucking pushing, put blinders on, and move on to the next game. That is what we do at Hammer Time. So, guys, that being said, next game is fucking 
tomorrow we have the battle of the toilet bowl of Florida. We have the Miami Dolphins and Jacksonville Jaguars going at it. The Jaguars are a three-point home favorite. Dolphins road dogs by a field goal. I don't, I'm going to go ahead and start off by saying I fucking love the Dolphins to go ahead and win this. Um, the Jaguars are, you know, surprisingly hanging in there as a team. Dolphins are going to win a game eventually. This is that perfect game for, like, you know, all the attention on them. Brian Fitzpatrick up against fucking Minshew. Let them duke it out. Shit, hopefully they let Tua get a shot. You know, do it like Baker and let him get his first win on Thursday night. But... I don't know. These teams are poised to have a wacky ass football game. I think it's going to be one of those. I think it's going to be fun to. If you're a real football fan, I think it's going to be fun to watch because these teams are so random. Um, give me Dolphins plus three in this. What do y'all think? I'll start. Give me. I like the Jaguars, dude. They might have lost some key players over the years, especially this offseason, but uh, cons- uh, considering how they've performed over the past two weeks, this surprised me. Off the get-go, I said it's either going to be the Jaguars or the Jets who are going to finish with the worst record of the season. That might still happen, but as of now, they've uh, surpassed my expectation. So, I like the Jaguars minus three, dude. I think they could pull off the, the win against the Dolphins. Yeah, the Dolphins aren't that better, and I just think that Minshew will pull off some magic at the end of this week, dude. I think, they will, I think they'll cover. Give me the Jaguars, dude. I love them uh, for tomorrow. All right, so Chris, I just want to just want to read. You said Miami money line for this bet. No, plus I'm, I mean, uh, if, no. I'm, I'm, uh, if I'm, tra- I'm tracking for bets, I'm, I'm tracking for bets. Miami okay, plus, plus three. three. But yeah, I mean, yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be afraid to sprinkle some money on that dollar. That's why I just, I just, I just, I, I just double check I'm getting right on that one. But uh-huh. I'm gonna have to agree with Ricky on this one. Of uh, Jacksonville minus three. And the only reason why I'm saying this is Jacksonville has surprised us. Jacksonville's really dominated. And Miami really hasn't had a solid defensive outing, even though they really ramped up their uh, defensive line post, uh, you know, on the offseason. They a lot of solid people in there, but they can't stop that run game still. Uh, having a big problem with that. And I feel like Jacksonville's going to have a chance to really open up that run game with their, uh, with their running back. And open up more spaces for Minshew to uh, throw in some deep balls going through. So I think Minshew Mania will blend in a home game garbage night. The only reason I wouldn't, like, I once again, we saw this last week too. But if uh, Tua can come out, maybe. And they decided to just put Tua in. But I'm looking right now uh, some of the news. Dolphins right now are not looking at waiting for Tua. They're still trying to give him as much time to develop and work. Mm. It is still Fitzpatrick's team. So because it's not anything guaranteed that Tua is most likely going to show up in this game, I have to take Jacksonville minus three. Right. I mean, they had a close game against the Titans, really close game. And they beat the, they they upset the Colts, dude. And the Colts have a really good uh, defense. Plus they got uh, Rivers now, and they got that solid offensive line. Uh, they did well week one, and they almost came away with the – uh, upset on in week two against the Titans. And we really have to take that week one win into consideration. I mean, you could say, yes, it's a fluke because, you know, it's Philip Rivers' first game with a new team. But, we gotta look, yeah, we got to look at the, that's another question is how do we determine Minnesota now? 
uh, in terms of that whole thing because Minnesota lost to a Colts team that lost to the Jags. And it's one of those things, like, how much do we take that into consideration? How much do we have to look forward into that? How much input does that come to us when we move forward in these bets? No, that's a great, that's a great point, Jacob. Um, it, it, it really, really is. You know, we're, we're here stuck, and that's kind of where we're at for a lot of these teams, right? Who's a contender? Who's a pretender? Who's a late bloomer? And who is just quite frankly full of shit, right? Um, Patriots. Oh, yeah, maybe. Uh, well, we're gonna, okay, we're going to have a great talk when we get to that game. I'm just saying. But I'll give you this, Ricky. Your team is looking a whole lot better. Definitely playoff contenders. The Pittsburgh Steelers. I was glorifying them last week uh, in my talk. I'm confident they can get a wild card spot. I don't oh, think they'll finish above the, the Ravens, but I'm confident they can get a wild card spot. You might be surprised. We'll, we'll see as we get that defense is so good, dude, that they'll carry them again to plus nine minutes, hopefully. Okay. Well, I think we should go ahead and move on, though, to a yeah. defense that can't carry anything. That just seems to choke <laughs> their entire time, which is the Falcons. And what a game last week. Oh, my God. Chris, do you want to give us your highlights as a Cowboys fan watching that game and your experience? Oh, yeah, man. I mean, shit. Uh, like, 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 I was... Like I was telling you uh, earlier in the week, man. Oh God, the Cowboys did not, by any means, deserve to win that game. They they were the worst team throughout. Even during their comeback, they didn't deserve to win. Um, but oh man, good God! I mean, I could go on a rant and take up an hour talking about it. But I mean, shit. At the end of the day, the Falcons are stupid. Their coach deserves to be fired, and the team didn't know the fucking rules of football. So. Jeez, I don't even know how much more to like add on to that. Like, they're a goddamn shit show. Like, they're a disgrace. And until further notice, like, Falcons fans are probably on suicide watch. But, uh, <laughs> has been this here. bad. Yeah. Moving, moving to the next game here. Uh, let's see. Houston and Pittsburgh. Um, oh, I'm sorry. sorry. I thought I had, I had Bears Falcons next. We got Houston Pittsburgh. That's why uh, I was trying to transition that. <laughs> oh, it's, oh, it's okay, buddy. I'm go down oh I, I see the list you're going off of we'll, we'll we'll go off that one you know what since since i'm already pissed off about the falcons you're right let's write falcons falcons are fucking at home minus a field goal against the bears oh geez the bears are two and oh but they're one of those teams who does not at all feel like a two and oh team right uh but they're a, but they're two and zero, and and they're road dogs, though three point dogs in Atlanta. Uh, this is a game I really, really don't want to touch. I feel like the Falcons are going to cover, though. They clearly, clearly are capable of scoring a shitload of points. Now, that Bears defense is good. They are good, but man, now Atlanta has every reason in the world to win. This is literally a must win and the perfect time for the Bears to fold over and give it away to someone else. So, um, I like Atlanta covering the three points in this one. I agree with Chris. Um, let's get, I'm going to just, oh, go ahead, Ricky. Wait, uh, uh, I, I agree with Chris. I, I saw, I saw both the, uh, Falcons games and, I mean, they, they, Okay, they did fuck up against the Cowboys, but I, their offense is fucking fire right now, dude. I mean, they're, they have no problems going to this. 
the defense is a whole other story, but I think that offense will be too much for Chicago. And like Chris said, I think uh, Chicago does not look like a 2-0 team right now, especially compared to the other teams that are 2-0 right now. I just don't think that, that, that Chicago will be able to stop Julio and Calvin Ridley, who's on fire. Matt, fucking uh, Matt Ryan's on fire. And uh, if, if Julio's healthy for this game this weekend, uh, I think he'll be able to draw coverage again for the other receivers to stand out and score some some fucking points for, for the Falcons. So I like the Falcons last three. I just don't like the, the Bears offense. I don't like Trubisky. I don't think he can pull it off. Give me the Falcons minus three. <sighs> like, oh man, like I agree with you, Chris, unless this is something you don't want to touch. I, I don't know why, but I want to say Bears. I want to say Chicago, three and a half. Only because even the, this is a must win for the Falcons. I feel like Chicago is running on this thing like, hey, we're 2-0. and We're doing pretty well. We could keep on going. We're going against an 0-2 team. Trubisky is fighting for his job, trying to prove everyone wrong. Even though I still do think Trubisky is so trash. Yeah, that, Fucking Quinn and everybody dude, on that Falcons. Team. Everyone, Good God. It's I I oh man. In fact, in fact, dude, the more I think about it, the Falcons are a lot to win this game, dude. They literally have to win this game to earn the respect back of everyone in that like if they lose this game and God forbid they lose this game in dramatic they're fashion, gonna fire they're gonna lose no, they're gonna they're worse. They're gonna lose the locker room. Oh you know both I mean? definitely gonna lose the locker room. They're gonna get traits galore. Like anyone who needs wide receivers, go find one something from the yeah, Falcons. Dude. If they if they lose one more game like they did last game, even not even dude, if they lose something like I don't want to go too a far off topic, but like fuck dude, what do you think hurt worse? Like like losing the game the way the Falcons did, literally because they didn't know the rules, or how the Lions though they just dropped a game winning T D. I feel like if it's the rules, it's going to be worse again. Just like where they're in the lead, they're in control versus coming back from behind trying to win. That's going to be the... Yeah, but the Lions were up in that game by like fucking 20. If the Falcons are up and they lose again, if they get blown out after being from ahead, that's more detrimental. But that's kind of why I want to say Chicago plus three and a half. I feel like this game's going to be closer than we think. I think it's going to come down to the last minute of the Chicago Bears trying to march down and, you know, come back and take over the Falcons. But, you know, Trubisky being Trubisky and something else screwing it up in that last quarter uh, when they likely to get in the field goal range or right there where they're about to win. And that plus three and a half, I think, is just going to be that that spread. That's why I, I say Chicago. I, I think the Falcons are going to – I feel like the Falcons are going to be more hungry coming into that game. Chicago's like, oh shit, we're two and zero. You know, we must be doing something right. But the Falcons, I feel like, like y'all said, this is a must win for them. I feel like they're gonna be way more coming into this game. Yeah, because the odds of you making the playoffs zero and two already suck. Zero and three is practically impossible. So the Falcons are gonna have everything on the table. Around the horn, though, me and me and Ricky here, Falcons, uh, Jacob Bears, Ram. Okay, well. Let's talk about the Pittsburgh game. Uh, actually, right next, uh, we'll, we'll get to that here in a second. Um, I actually have next on the board. Uh, Rams Bills. Rams Bills. Uh, this game is a matchup of two teams you didn't think would be undefeated going into it. Both teams lying at 2 0. 
Buffalo Bills hosting the Los Angeles Rams. Jared Goff and company going in as three point oh as two point dogs as it sits today. What do you guys think? I'll leave it open on the floor. Um, this this game, oh, man, dude, it really does feel like a toss up. I mean, shit, the Rams can't seem to stop scoring, and the Bills can't seem to stop wailing on shitty teams. So, what do we got? What are y'all thinking? Give me a Rams money line, dude. I uh, the Rams have played, uh, in my opinion, uh, tougher teams. So I. It, uh, give me a Rams money line, dude. I think the the Bills have a solid defense, but I, I trust that the the Rams offense more in this. Give me the Rams money line, dude. I, I I I just don't trust the Bills yet. It's still too early in the season. Sure, they're two zero, but I, I I like what the Rams have done so far, what I've seen from them, and so I think they could pull this off, dude. I think they could come out with a win on this. I. I want to agree with you, Ricky. I really do want to say money line, but like I said, after just my last week experience, I can't be doing that stuff anymore. If I really think it's only it's two points, point, though, it's two points. I agree, but yeah, it's going to blow a thirty-point lead and then fucking five points. It's not. It's not that. I don't. I think it's just going to be a shootout. It's just a straight up shootout, shootout, and then Bills win by a field goal. Uh, you know, be a really close game, two point, one point, and. That field goal, these are like their top. I just, you're gonna need those two points. I feel going into this, and and here's I feel the like spread is irrelevant. Points <sighs> and money line. Yeah, it's too small. I, I see what you're getting at. Yeah, for sure. Oh man, uh, sh- I just like going back to the, the Cowboys Falcons game from last week. Yeah, so but like here's here's also my reasoning thinking about this right now is that it's gonna be a defensive battle between not the uh, Bills defense and the Los Angeles Rams, the opposite. I think the Los Angeles Rams defense versus these Buffalo Bills. That's where the real fight's going to be. You're going to have the uh, Jalen Ramsey versus Stephon Diggs matchup going in. Uh, and Sam Darnold, not sorry, but uh, Aaron Donald on the line, crushing in on that pretty solid O-line that the Bills have. It's... I get you I get you have that AFC East bias I can't blame you for wanting to have the Bills cover the two points um, I'm going to go ahead and interject here and just say that I, I, I do in fact I, I, at my core I love the idea of Rams at Moneyline you could write some short spreads feel worthless but that being said I don't think that the Rams have played a team with a defense like the Bills yet you know, that that offense is still suspect to me. Don't really believe in Jared Goff with all my heart like that. The Bills, I mean, yeah, they've been thrashing on bad teams. But, hell, I mean, they're they're a good football team. Like, as lame as it is to say, they are a good football team. I like the Bills covering the two points because that's practically nothing. Um... Bills, yeah, give me the Bills taking it. I think the Rams are frauds early on. It's easy to kind of be afraid of them because they just they've scored a shitload of points so far. Um, you know, I mean, they only scored like 20 on the Cowboys, but they clearly should have had more. Um, and they absolutely went to town all over the Eagles, right? They clearly they clearly know how to run the ball. Um, 
but still give me Buffalo. They combat the, the run well. Um, Jared Allen looks like he's playing fantastic. Uh, hell, even though I wouldn't necessarily vote—I mean, yeah, yeah, Josh Allen. I'm sorry. And even though, even though I wouldn't necessarily vote for him myself to do so, you technically have to consider him an MVP candidate after two weeks. He's been whooping ass, right? But give me Buffalo. I'll, I'll ride with Buffalo minus two for record keeping sake. Okay, so Chris got Chris Buffalo minus two, Ricky Moneyline, and myself LA plus two. Just All to right. recap that one. Alrighty, sounds good. Um, let's see here. Keeping it to a pretty really, really weird game with some weird storylines here. Washington football team, the Cleveland Browns. The Browns are a full touchdown favorite at home against Washington. Good lord. Washington, we've seen two different versions of this team. We've seen the comeback kids, and we've seen the lay over it, lay over, bend over, put it in my ass, right? Who are we going to get? Hey, we've seen the same thing with the Browns, right? Same, but it was just backwards. This game is the tale of Jacqueline Hyde for both teams. What do y'all think about this one? I know you're bullish on the Browns, Jacob. Jeez um, Louise. Touchdown from a team that can barely keep up with itself. What are we talking here? See, and this is and this is where I'm I'm at a weird point. I'm glad you brought me bullish on the Browns. First of all, I just like shout out that uh, I was right that the Browns were going to win. I was not right about the Browns covering though. Uh, that garbage point. That garbage point. Uh... <laughs> That's so funny. I went back and listened to the show earlier today. I told myself, you know what, fuck it. I'm going Bengals plus six. I can't believe I did it. I was like, wow. <laughs> can't believe I was actually right about that. That was crazy. But uh, I was also wrong again, going back to my other things. Uh, that three o'clock game, I said Arizona-Washington was probably going to tie. There was an almost tight game in that three o'clock slating. It just wasn't the game I was thinking of. But <laughs> <laughs> just like, threw out some crazy things. But I... I want to. I, I see both of them have already kind of screwed me over in both the spreads. And with Washington kind of riding this high end, I just. I. If Cleveland. With that. Oh, sorry. Cleveland's off. What am, I, what am I even saying? Cleveland's offensive line is still trash. It's still not good. Uh, that's one of the main problems is Baker Mayfield constantly scrambling in the backfield, which is why he. He's got awful throws. He never has time usually. And watching the football team defensive, like that front, that front seven is just great at putting pressure. Uh, especially the quarterback, he really can't scramble that well. But it's still, again, I think the Browns are still going to dominate. So I, I'm going to put Washington football team plus seven on here. I think, I think they were able to uh, break that spread and just put enough pressure on Mayfield to, you know make some mistakes that Mayfield's been making. But I still see Browns win, but I got I have to give Washington football team cover this spread on this one. I give Washington plus seven. Okay. Okay. I I, 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 mean, I can't hate that at all. I was looking at some of the, st- the stats here. Um, apparently the line opened up somewhere near nine, and then people, sharps, were hammering the shit out of it and got it all the way down to Browns minus four. And then the market pushed it all the way back up to a touchdown. That being said, fuck, I, I, 
I, I, I side with you on this one. I think give, give me Washington. Oh wait, you said the Browns minus a touchdown. Right? No, no, no. I said no. I said Washington. Oh, Washington plus. and the touchdown. Okay, I'll yeah. Okay, I did hear you correctly. Yeah, go ahead and give me the touchdown then. Uh, people were clearly overreacting to the Browns. Just kept putting money on them, or I mean, to to Washington, kept putting money on uh, money on them, or sharps did, and then the public was like, "Oh fuck, we gotta get on the Browns now." That being said, that means the professionals are on Washington, the idiots are on the Browns. Give me Washington. That's very. That's a very surprising saying that the uh, professionals are in Washington, right? I usually think the idiots are in Washington. <laughs> 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 yeah, take take that as a football joke or a political joke, whichever one you want to take. It works both ways. Get politics out of my sports, damn it! <laughs> oh. Ricky, what's what's your take on this this game? I absolutely hate the Browns. I I didn't believe the hype that was surrounding them last year. I don't I don't believe the I, I didn't believe any of the whatever hype was left than this season you know yeah they've they completely fucking got trashed against the Ravens they did horribly against they barely escaped the Bengals I seven points is a lot dude I I think they might pull off with a win like you said but I just don't see them covering that much you know I I feel I feel inclined to take the the Washington football team plus seven dude I just don't see the, the the Browns covering that much, but I mean they're fucking the run game. They got better receivers, and all that. Their offense on paper is way better. Their defense too. So I mean on paper, I just don't think they, they could pull off the, the spread, dude. I I gotta take the, the Washington football team on this. Yeah, that's. Sorry, I want to say right now looking at it, the teams that are good on paper haven't been performing well. Just, yeah, it's, it's kind of hard to back a team like the Browns. That's a, like, because essentially when a team covers seven points, it's a, if you're Vegas is saying this team's gonna kick that ass, right? It's hard to confidently say with money on the line that a team like the Browns is gonna kick anyone's ass, right? I mean, shit, like, give me and a couple of my homeboys a fucking football seven on seven. I think we got a shot at keeping this shit within the spread with these guys. <laughs> I'm just playing, but. No, okay, so I, I think we're all fading the Browns here, going with Washington with points. Um, shit, I mean, speaking on disappointing teams, the Vikings are one of those teams to me. They sit here at 0-2, um, facing the 2-0 Titans at home. Uh, Titans are the road favorite at minus 2.5. Wow, a lot of conflicting, conflicting information on this game. Got the Titans, who are proving that they can score. Okay, they're two and zero. Definitely a different start than what they had last year. The Vikings are a team you expected to perform a hell of a lot better than they started the season off. They barely even scored a touchdown this last game. Man, guys, I have to admit, as bullish as I was in the Vikings heading into the season, God, I guess I got. Oh, this is just that perfect moment for the Vikings to finally figure it out, I'm sure. But man, give me the Titans minus two and a half. I, I, the, the, the Titans look like they're actually a good football team with the force to be reckoned with. 
they're, they're, they're doing a good job of proving to me, at least, that that run they had in the playoffs is not all bullshit. And Kirk Cousins is starting to remind me that he's Kirk fucking Cousins. So it's more, I guess, more about me fading the Vikings than it is necessarily believing wholesomely in the Titans. But until then, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm okay with taking the Titans in this one because the, the Titans look like the Titans play a better version of Vikings football. Uh, their running back is better. Um, their defense has been no break. Their tight ends doing solid. Yeah. Ryan is yep. doing good. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Tannehill is definitely outperforming Kirk Cousins right now. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, shit, spot the lie. Where's the lie? So, I mean, I think that just proves us right now that Stefan Diggs was a big part of that offense right there. Because, you know, Ooh, that's, that's going to throw that out. Maybe because the Thielen's being double teamed. I have not had a chance to watch the games. But I just want to throw out these stats I didn't look up because it's determined whether or not uh, I was going to agree with you, Chris. So, against the Packers, I'm going to give you this. The Vikings gave up 158 uh, rushing yards. Against the Colts, they gave up. Uh, 151 rushing yards. This is a not. This is a runner's dream to play against the Vikings right now. They're not being able oh. to stop the run, and you have Derrick Henry, who could be arguably one of the best running backs. Well, yeah, the- remember they lost. Some, they lost some pieces on that defense, right? Yeah. I mean, like Everson Griffin, like one of their staples on that defensive front, is a cowboy now. Yeah. So, like, it's these it's these run games that's going to keep on screwing them over. So, I. Definitely, this game, I think I would hammer the Tennessee minus two and a half. Like, yes, I would definitely take the Ooh. Week. I, this, this is, this is my is this Jacobs. Is this Jacobs lock of the week? Hammer time this, lock of the I, week? I, I think, well, actually, no, I won't say this is my lock of the week. No, yeah, I'll say this is my, let me, I'm trying to look up real quick, looking at the game the top of my head, just looking through. Uh, no, I think I have a better lock of the week later on. In my mind, I think I have a yeah, much better lock of the week. But this would be like my secondary lock of the week. I have also an upset of the week that's we're going to talk about soon. But yeah, I'm going to say Tennessee minus two and a half going here. I agree with you, Chris. Very comfortable with that. Derrick Henry running through that defense. The, I wish the Vikings were doing better. I actually had them winning the division. But the way it's looking, Stefan Diggs was a much bigger role than they originally thought. Yeah, as of now, it's like fucking Dalvin Cooks can whatever offense is left on that team. But look, I gotta agree with both of you. I, I I'll take Titans minus two and a half. They beat, uh, I mean, I'll, I'll given a fucking injury-ridden Denver team, and they did barely pull off the win against the Jaguars. The Jaguars have been out performing, uh, surpassing my expectations. But I gotta give it to the Titans, dude. I, they. The, they got Derrick Henry, and uh, looking at the stats, dude, I think the the Vikings are ranked 20th in trying to stop the run game, and uh, a similar number in trying to stop the pass game. And then, uh, so I I, I got to give it to the Titans on this one. I think their offense will be too much for the Vikings for the uh, for the uh, for the Vikings. Plus, I think they could easily cover three points. So. All right, all right. So I guess we're all fading the Vikings here. Um, 
here, moving on Jacobs, uh, to Jacob's favorite team. The Patriots are hosting the Raiders. The Raiders with a hot start, 2-0 after that big win on Monday night, pulling up the upset against the New Orleans Saints. However, the Raiders come into here as six-point underdogs. Patriots literally losing the game by a singular yard. Oh, such but, a heartbreak. Jacob, I mean, I'll, I'll let you feed off a raw emotion, man. What do you think about your boys going into this game? My boys, first of all, I just want to give a real quick recap of that game. As a Patriot, sorry, as a Patriots fan, thank you. Sorry, as a Patriots fan, I was going into that game thinking, "Oh, we're going to get our asses handed to us. This is going to be coming. We're playing against the once again, I think a very hot Super Contender, if not one of the best teams in the NFC, uh, going through, which is the Seattle Seahawks. I was like, man, they're just been unstoppable. Russell Ryan's was throwing." Dimes throughout the game. I mean, that first pick six in the beginning gave me some help. Like, okay, we'll keep it close. But that third quarter came around. I'm like, oh my god, we're losing this. Like, oh, we're gonna get cream. This is exactly what I thought was gonna happen. That fourth quarter comeback, though. Okay, Cam Newton having just solid drives, finally connecting with that offense. Not just in the mm. run game, but that pass game was finally developing. Uh, we have the kill Harry starting to come out of the star after being rocked by a killer just penalty of targeting a uh, helmet to helmet that got a uh, one of the Seahawks ejected but it's it was just incredible to watch and see the team finally grow and develop and just become the thing as there's still a long way to go I think we definitely are playoff contenders now after watching that going to Seattle but with all that being said take the Raiders plus six the Raiders have shown constantly teams that we thought Oh, the Raiders are just going to lose. Like, uh, who do they play week one again? Like, just the, the, the Panthers. They played the Panthers, and they were favorites on that one. Uh, I thought the Panthers actually would be much better with uh, McCaffrey out there going through. I, I, but they, you know, they just dominated uh, throughout the game, just rushing and running. And then the Raiders showed a great uh, pass game against the Saints on Monday night. Uh, didn't really even utilize Josh Jacobs that much, who they utilized like crazy. He even scored a touchdown. That's also well, they did. The Saints did a good job of stopping Jacobs, but he still got some right. yardage. Right. So uh, there's too many weapons right now, and Derek Carr is just is on fire right now. I can't, even with the, being the underdogs, I don't see the Patriots having enough ability to really stop all the weapons right there had, especially with Josh Jacobs in that run game, because the, the the run game is still something we are struggling with as a Patriots defense. And those wide receivers at the end, I feel like we will shut them down. I don't think their wide receivers are good enough to go against our secondary. And Derek Carr doesn't have the same, like, dime abilities that Russell Wilson has, but still, it's going to be a close game. I would take Raiders plus six. They're giving a lot of leeway right there. It's even right now in those odds. I'd be taking the Raiders plus six on this game. I'm expecting see, a close battle with Patriots hopefully coming out on top. But I take Raiders plus six. I think the I think the Raiders at, at plus six. Ah, man, I almost feel like it's a trap because the Raiders at, at plus uh, at, at two and zero. Oh, something's got to give there. Um, they've done a lot of scoring thus far. That tight end of theirs, Waller, he's been balling out of his mind. Um, I think Belichick's gonna figure it out. Belichick's one of the best coaches um, against the spread at home. Man, I just, it's so hard to ride with the Raiders. 
uh, they're 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 poised to lose. It might as well be to a good team like this one, and it being a wake up call to this team. I don't think they're gonna score as much as they did in these first couple games. I'm willing to ride against that trend and take the Patriots to have a bounce back game. I think history would prove to you Belichick and the Patriots do not lose very many games back to back. And if they're going to lose, I mean, and if they're going to win, I like my chances of covering the six. See, I, 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 I sound like to disagree with you. I think mean, I agree with you. The Patriots are going to win this game. Yes. But I just think it's going to be a whole lot closer because, once again, I agree with you. Belichick is going to find a way to shut down some of those weapons. I just feel like the Raiders have a lot of weapons. And Derek Carr has been able to utilize different weapons to make it hard to see who that number one is, especially in the wide receiver pool. But it's for me going into. I mean, yes, Josh Jacobs is going to be shut down this game. That's going to be the four, or first and foremost. If not, then yeah, Raiders are definitely going to win this game. But I just feel like this game is a whole lot closer. It's going to be a lot grinding out. If anything, Chris, uh, just based off your your thing, I would take the under then on this game. Mm-hmm. I mean, make this take that low scoring that's going to be just a, a grinding out of like the defensive mind of Belichick versus this what seems like the unstoppable Raiders. The Patriots offense like I said is barely getting itself together it showed so much potential in that Seattle game like I was saying but it's still not there it's not where it used to be but Cam Newton even though we lost he took ownership especially on that, that one yard line uh, stoppage that he got stopped at he took, he's taking ownership team is behind him there's so much just potential that's going on i feel great about the new england winning the game definitely would take money line for this game for new england but in terms of the spread i have to give it to vegas plus six okay ricky any thoughts on this game before we move on i i think the patriots defense is better than the saints and i think cam newton will be way more effective compared to what drew Brees was uh, this past Monday, so I, I six the Patriots minus six, dude. Give me the Patriots minus six. I I I, I don't see a clear uh, number one wide receiver in Vegas. I don't trust Derek Carr. Josh Jacobs is a fucking beast, but I just feel like the Belichick will find a way to stop their own game in, in, in terms of uh, stopping Jacobs. But I I I just think that. Uh, yeah, like, like Chris said, I don't think that... I think they're going to get caught up here, dude. I think the Patriots will uh, expose that 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 Raiders offense. So I feel like... Take them off their high horse a bit, yeah. you know? I mean, I, I definitely... Yeah. I want to blow... I mean, I want Patriots to cover. I want that to happen as a Patriots fan. I want to oh, yeah. blow out. But I'm just saying I'm being very cautious with my team here. That's why I'm going with I the like Patriots. I like the past one six, dude. I... I I think they'll come away with, with the, at least a touchdown right. over the fucking Raiders. Dude. Well, let's see here. Talking about tough defenses and keeping it <laughs> keeping it on that note, the Niners with a tough defense are going to be on the road against the Giants here. The Niners are ridden with injuries. A team that would normally be favored by a fucking gazillion are favored by four on the road against the Giants with Nick um, or with Dan Mullins. Is it Dan Mullins? Who gives a shit? Mullins is playing quarterback for the 49ers, missing studs on defense. This is such a wacky game, guys. Y'all think the Giants have the ability to fucking pull this one out? Yes, 
this this is the you, this is the upset game of the week right here. I think the Giants are actually gonna win. I would like if I want to take a risk, I would take Giants money line. But to be cautious, I'm taking Giants plus the spread. The the 49ers have lost their running back. They lost their quarterback. They lost another one of their wide receivers. Uh, they've also Which lost. Wide receiver? Uh, Devo? No, Devo. Is it? Devo's already out. Devo's out. I thought, I thought someone else got injured too. Another wide receiver. <laughs> take Devo out of that 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 mix too. And then Richard Sherman's still out. Okay. Yeah, dude, they're missing a shitload, dude. Nick Bosa's out. Bosa, they're their star, the off defensive rookie of the Tom, year. Like, I just, I don't see the the San Francisco 49ers winning this, especially after they they've shown me kind of pull apart. And here's the thing that I saw also picked me up that gave me a little more hope in the New York Giants, even though they themselves lost Saquon Barkley. In the, uh, they picked up Devontae Freeman. They did pick up Devontae Freeman, but man, I, I, don't give a, I don't give a shit, dude. Honestly, I and, and like I'm gonna tell you really quick, look, man. I'm I'm taking the Niners in this one. It's a really really short spread. Good teams beat bad teams. Both teams are hurt. Both teams have a million reasons to lose this game. But that being said, I think everyone is gonna be freaked out that the Niners have so many injuries, and ultimately everyone's gonna be on the Giants, which is why I'm going to fade the public on this one. Take the Niners and really, honestly, probably ignore the rest of this game. I'm, I'm I'm curious to see how the Niners react in the face of adversity here and how they play on offense in particular without Moser and without Garoppolo. Um, once I see that, I'll have a better idea of how to approach Niners games moving forward. Other than that, I mean, it's a tiny spread. I'm probably not going to take the game anyway. If I do, it'll be for a small amount. Um, I like the idea of taking the Niners and fading the public. That's my logic. I yeah. Go ahead, Ricky. Uh, I agree. Last season, Jimmy G did well, but I felt like put any decent quarterback in that team, they still would have made the NFC. Exactly, right? Like, you barely even need him in the first place. Shit, you could put me in there, and I think I'll – I mean, shit, I could throw 12 fucking balls a game. I'll, I won't fuck things up that bad. <laughs> and, like, hey, look – that run game is solid even without Moster. I mean, they spread the ball around so much. I feel like they could uh, they could they, they could still carry that ball with fucking Tevin Coleman and or yeah, whatever. And, and, and whatever besides, guys back. like fucking Garoppolo got hurt like part way through that game enough to give Mullins multiple. I think he had like two quarters of football he played against the Jets. He was fucking them up. You know what I mean? He did that in the same stadium, literally, like last like a couple of days ago. He can do it again. And even if Bosa is fucking out, do that. I mean, that defensive line is still solid. I, I, the if you looked at Saquon and Daniel Jones' numbers these past two weeks, they were shit, dude. Because and yeah, and that's the other thing. Saquon like, did so bad. No Saquon, like that's that's enough for me, man. Like no Saquon means that you can. You can put, even though that, like, no Saquon completely counteracts everything the Niners are missing on their defensive front. Like, they can't take advantage of it now. There's just nothing there. I, I just, um, I, I don't know about that. I, like, I'm looking at those games. Uh, the last two games the Giants played were against, against also solid defense, the Steelers and the Bears, uh, much more healthy, and they still were close games. Steelers, uh, they lost by 10. It's not as close, but the Bears, they were lost by four. This is one of those reasons why I'm just thinking with a banged up Niners defense with Bosa missing. Like, like I know you say how we take him in the future, but 
in the past, we've already seen the Niners without Garoppolo, without Bosa. That was two years ago. That's how they got Bosa. Like, that was a trash Niners team. I don't think that the Niners are going to be, you know, anywhere near as comfortable. Yes, I know the Giants are also banged up, but I feel like the Giants just are going to be able to at least pull off and be close enough to cover that spread with this game. I will give the Giants that they have a their receiving court way better. I'll give them that. And, and, and I think Daniel Jones is fucking better than Mullen or whatever, right? I, I think that's the one thing they do have going for them. But like I said, that offense is just so bad. And I think that the, the, the 49ers will find a way to survive without Mostert. And they'll, they'll, they'll be able to pull off a small ass spread of four points, dude. I mean, we'll see. I mean, they couldn't pull, they couldn't pull it off against the Cardinals, and uh, I mean, the Cardinals are hot though. But still, I didn't. Oh, think they... that's a that's a elite offense, right? Dude. It's that's true. Thing. But now you, you have you can't compare that offense to the to the, the Giants' offense. Sure, that's why I said it might be a little off with that comparison. But still, I don't I don't trust the Steiners. So you're taking the Giants? I'll take the Giants. Four? I'll take Giants plus four. All right, this is an internal battle on this one. We'll come back and check up on this. Um, to a slightly more entertaining game, um, the Eagles are going to be home favorites, believe it or not, <laughs> against the fellow against the fellow Owen to Bengals. Um, let's see here. What what are the what are the Eagles being expected to cover here? Is it five and a half or six? Five. I got minus five right here on the board. Man, it is so tough. Give me Joey, man. Give me Joey in five points. Joey, they might grab their first win. I would love that because it would put the Eagles away and would piss off the Eagles fans so much. But, guys, come on. Like, don't tell me any of y'all are riding with the fucking Eagles here. I, I've been anti-Eagles since week one. I've known they were going to be trash this whole year. I don't understand why people are still hyped about Carson Wentz. Go ahead and put Jalen Hurts the quarterback. I think he can do a better job. Uh, and honestly, they still just need wide receivers. That's what Philadelphia needs. Yeah, I agree with you, Chris. This is going to be Burrow's first win in Philly. I think this is a good time for him to show up. I, I take plus five in the Cincinnati just for safety measures. But this is another game I might say, you know, take that money line with the Bengals. I don't see the Eagles. I, I'm going to fade both of you, dude. I, I think I'm going to take the Eagles on this. Minus five and a half. But this is a must-win game for the fucking Eagles, dude. They have That's to true. Win. That this is true. A, it, it's, they have to win this game, dude. And I, I just don't see the the Bengals playing this often. They, the point. Eagles are injury-ridden. I'll give, I'll give them that. But Miles Sanders is healthy again. Uh, Deshaun Jackson... Uh, Jalen Rager, dude, I you gotta get, I gotta take the Eagles on this one, dude. This is a must-win game for them against the weak, the the weakest team in the AFC North, probably one of the weakest teams in the AFC in general. I I, I gotta believe that the Eagles will find a will scrap their scrap find a scrappy way to win this game, dude. I just don't think the Bengals will pull this off. I I, I think the Eagles' offense is good enough. This, Dallas Goddard, Zach Ertz, Miles Sanders. Jalen Rager and Deshaun Jackson, dude, give me them all day. I think Carson Wentz will put his group in this game, especially against a weak defense like the 
like the Bengals. I'm gonna take the Eagles minus five. All right, all right, um, all right. Fairly quick, Jacob, you you riding with the uh, Bengals? I'm riding with the Bengals. Uh, so I like I said, I got plus five here. Uh, I take plus five and a half for Bengals though. But even with plus five, I t- I'll take Bengals. All right, love it. Um, here, let's see here. Let's take a look at another. Um, yeah, let's touch up. Uh, you know what? I want to save Texans Steelers for after the break. Um, let's let let let's talk Jets Colts really quick. The Jets, um, God man, are the Jets bad? Jeez Louise, are the Jets bad? As a team, I feel bad for anyone who like it's one of those things where it's like, man, I've never really met a fan, but they're out there, and you know they are because they're in New York, right? God man, they, they in fact they're the worst. They have the worst. <laughs> they have the worst spread odds any team this year so far they're at minus 10 and a half uh, they're at plus 10 and a half i'm sorry in indianapolis the colts showed us glimpses of what they should be last week but against a team in the vikings who look like they're going much further down and the colts are going up you think they cover against the jets the jets love to fucking suck i don't know what y'all think but man I've learned enough from watching enough Barstool sports that you don't bet the Jets. So I'll fade the Jets. Give me the Colts minus 10. But I'm not happy about it. Oh, man. Fuck. I, I guess I'll go, dude. I, I got to agree with you, dude. I, I Before the season started, I said the Jets were going to finish last this season in terms of they were going to have the worst record. And I still believe that to be true, especially what I've seen these first two weeks. And I think, like, the Colts will found their groove last week against the, the Vikings, which is a much better team than the Jets. And they, they completely whooped their asses. Dude. So I think the, the Colts will easily cover that. Ten and a half is a lot. Of, I don't like taking a spread that, that large, but I think they could pull it off, especially against a team like the Jets. Um, give me the Colts, dude. Fucking Jonathan Taylor did so good last week. I, even though, uh, I don't know if Marlon Mack will be back this week, but I think Jonathan Taylor will pick up the slack. He did so well last weekend against the Vikings. But I, th- I think they're just going to Phillip Rivers, Jonathan Taylor, that offense are going to, plus their solid defense, are just going to tear the Jets to shreds, dude. Yeah. Give me, like the, give me the, the fucking Colts minus 10. Looks like they completely lost that locker room, man. I don't think anyone there wants to play ball. Right. Fucking Jamal Adams spread the room. He wanted to leave did the right thing but I I just don't see the fucking Jets covering that man yeah do you have a take on this one Jacob I mean uh nothing everything y'all repeated though I just think like, the Colts are a better team especially after proving it against the Vikings which they'll also might be a crappy team but you know, Jets are also a crappy team you want to take uh yeah minus yeah, and a half yeah, I don't let's do the let's do the McAfee ride uh, the, if right. if the super do... boost this one going in if you're gonna take a spread that if you're gonna take a spread that large, it has to be against the Jets. That's that's my. Opinion. It has to be against the Jets. That is. Fuck it. Fuck it. Fuck it. Fuck it. Fuck it. Though the minute that Adam Gase gets fired, I'm gonna take the Jets on the with the spread. <laughs> Just maybe that might be the difference. Oh yeah, they'll be motivated from there, even with an interim head coach. Alrighty, well guys, um, we're gonna go ahead and go to a quick, quick short commercial break. Um, Bree right back and we'll wrap up the rest of week three NFL slate. Um, 
be right back with y'all. Hello everyone again, Chris Rios, host of Hammer Time. I'd like to talk to you today about Skyline Vintage, the latest online shopping for vintage clothing, graphic tees, novelty sweatshirts, and much, much more. Get your drip on at a fraction of the price. I'm talking stuff that you have to hound down the dark wells of eBay for. Go to Vintage, uh, Skyline Vintage, Instagram to look at more. I myself went to the shop just last week and boy let me tell you I am genuinely dripping head to toe. You're gonna love what you got to find. Uh, if you love modern clothing, seriously folks, great stuff. Uh, old 90s um, like cool Super Bowl sweaters, stuff you genuinely cannot find anymore. Vintage clothing, lots of cool sportswear, um, designer clothing, everything that you could possibly want um look up skyline vintage on instagram um, christian ladinos ask for him tell him chris sent you and welcome back um we're gonna go ahead and get things started to the back half of the nfl slate for week three Jumping back into it, Houston on the road against the Pittsburgh Steelers as four-point underdogs. I'm going to go ahead and start off by saying I do like what the Steelers are doing. Their defense looks legit. I love Ben. Ben's looking comfortable there. Juju is ecstatic to be on this team right now. He is truly buying into the process and they are look like they're back on it and when you want hell i'm a stockbroker by by day trade guys um <laughs> the texan stock is plummeting free falling right they can't stop anyone right you could you, you, you couldn't stop more at a fucking crosswalk in the school zone right like seriously like these guys are terrible right four points Give me the Steelers, man. Until I mean, yeah, the Texans can score. Deshaun Watson can keep things interesting. But Jesus Christ, SOS on an island. Someone save me from this shitty coach with no fucking weapons. At least viable weapons. I mean, he's got weapons. Weapons that would have been badass in fucking 2016. But guys, what do y'all think? I've seen both the Texans games, and they were just, I, I had some faith in them. I was like, okay, they, sure, they lost DeAndre Hopkins, but hey, they got a better running back now, and they, they got Brandon Cooks, Randall Cobb, and they still got Will Fuller, right? So, but they, they have just not been performing to, to, to the standard I expected to the standard I was holding them to at the beginning of the season. I, especially since that offensive line has just not been helping out Deshaun Watson at all. And uh, and I, I just think there's receivers haven't stepped up. Uh, David Johnson's been doing well, but I just don't think that – I think he's going to have a poor game this, this weekend. The Steelers' defense is, I'd have to say, the best in the league. No bias at all, dude. I, right now they're performing so well. I'm calling them Blitzburg, dude. They're fucking – I don't know what the stats are, but they got to be up there in terms of sacks, fumble recoveries, interceptions, dude. I, 
Oh, dead. Uh, what's it called? Never mind. I, I just read something, but uh, <laughs> uh, someone you sent, Jacob. Uh, what's it called? Uh, where was I? Yeah. Uh, I I think that defense is gonna be too much for the for the Texans to handle. I think they're gonna completely destroy Deshaun Watson this weekend. They're not gonna let David Johnson do. <laughs> They're not going to let David Johnson do anything, dude. I don't think they're going to allow him to get any reasonable yards to his receivers. I think, and plus, uh, Ben's finally getting his mojo back. And Deontay Johnson and Juju Smith-Schuster and James Conner are, are, are looking really good these first two weeks. So, I'm, I, especially with that small line, dude, I got to take the Steelers minus four. I'm going to hammer that, dude. I 100% agree with you guys on everything you just said. Uh, a bigger take on this one. I, That's well, boring, I, dude. Let's argue. Fucking take the Texans. I can't take. I can't take the Texans. <laughs> but here's my argument: is that the Texans are gonna have a worse record than the Jacksonville Jaguars this year. You're fucking lying. I'm telling you right. They've had the toughest schedule. They're probably gonna have the toughest schedule the first five weeks. I agree. So the Patriots have the tougher, tougher schedule the first five weeks. But the Texans are just. They don't have a team like like you said. Everything looks good in 2016. I said the same thing about that. someone's uh, fantasy team that, uh, uh, in our group. But it's just the Texans are not, they're just gonna fall hard. They're gonna fall hard this year, and they're in a division that's finally gotten themselves together. Like uh, I know I might be going crazier by saying this. I see my head that the Jacksonville Jaguars better record than the Texans of the year, but I just don't see the Texans doing good. They're not playoff contenders. They're nowhere near. Write that down and write that down on your spread. Okay, right. oh, I want to go back in 15 weeks and see what happens. We'll yeah, I mean, that, that's a crazy just you know, take right now. Just saying, you know, I, I, I just because the defense is going to fall apart for the Texans soon. It's already started to fall apart. You're just waiting for the injuries to start hitting them. I'm worried about right. that offensive line, dude. Shit. No, I, I, I feel like the Steelers are going to eat them alive, dude. DJ Watt. All, they're, You're going to see Watson scramble. them alive. It's definitely going to eat them alive, which is why I can't take do nothing but take the, the Pittsburgh Steelers minus four. I think the minus four is a ridiculously low number. I would, like, if I'm, like, something more random. Yeah, if anything, I would say minus six. Minus seven, like... Would have been like, okay, now that we're questioning this, but no, it is minus four. You take Pittsburgh, man. Pittsburgh's on a roll. Their defense is solid, like you said. Big Ben is definitely putting out there for being player, uh, comeback player of the year. He's doing amazing things. Uh, it's early. I'm once again, I have yeah. overreaction. You, get, you overreact everything early on, just hoping some of these things stick. They play two mediocre teams. I will. Uh, I, I, I'm a fan, but like I will say, they have played two mediocre. teams. Uh, it's true, but the but Texans the are also time, a mediocre team, in my opinion. Yes. Well, yeah. hey, final final choices then. I got Steelers, Ricky. Steelers minus four. Steelers yeah. minus four. Don't, Across the board, Steelers minus four. Do not start Deshaun Watson or David Johnson. Or all right, we're all the Steelers here. Um, I'm still thinking. I I think the Steelers might be my hammer time lock of the week, man. But there's one other game coming up that really truly is, and I'd like to keep it to that. Um, it's coming up for me. Oh, mine um, is too. So I'll see if I can get this. Yeah. So ne- ne- next game on the slate here, guys: Panthers, Chargers, Chargers minus six and a half. The Panthers are missing their star player. Man, oh man, oh. 
dude, I hate this game and I hate this line. <laughs> but you got to give me the Chargers covering the points, man. The Panthers are nothing without C-Mac. Nothing. They can't stop anyone. And without C-Mac, who the fuck is supposed to score? The goddamn water boy? Dude, give me the Chargers. If anything, if anything... Like the Chargers on a parlay that I'm gonna make this weekend are uh, they have to be on there. I think uh, I'm gonna tell y'all it's crazy. Like going through those underdog parlays on, on this one as we talked about earlier. Uh, what we were saying, I say yeah, take the uh, Chargers money line and then take the money Rams, line. Money line. Take Rams and Chargers money line. Those two as underdogs to win. I think but Char- Chargers are favorite, bro. Yeah, but oh, heavy favorite. It doesn't mean like oh, your favorite. I don't I don't oh, my bad. I'm sorry. My wrong thing. Yeah, dude, they're missing C-Mac. Oh, missing so what did I say? I'm not, I'm not, I mean, no, no, sorry. I, I take everything back. Well, well, not take everything back, so I was thinking just hammer the Chargers. Chargers are definitely the lock of the week for this one. Sorry, I thought this was a plus. The cover six and a half? Oh, cover yeah. Six cover six and a half, straight off. Yeah, dude, after tying to the Chiefs, they're on a roll because that has so much hype. Their new quarterback. Oh, 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 and they're oh, and they're riding with Herbert off his first. Dude, this is the perfect time for Herbert to grab his first fucking career win. There, there, there's, oh there's, my god, you wanna, this you, is it. You wanna, this is it. Yeah, no, you want to, you want to, you want to get a good parlay. Parlay the Chargers Quad winning, ride. Ride. With Joe Burrow winning. Get both the first rookies their Fuck first no. wins. <laughs> parlay those two for the first win. The Bengals one is a stretch, dude. You killed it. Bengals is a stretch. Yep, you got I was interested in what you had to say. Yeah, yeah. Alright, whatever. Uh, I mean, like, I you would have said the Steelers or the fucking... Uh, or the Catholic. No, no. <laughs> I, I was just trying to get the best thing for my buck, okay, out here. But it's, me. You know, a two-game parlay of Bengals and Chargers is not bad. It's not great. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I was there. Well, we're all the Chargers here. Oh, yeah, Chargers. I would pick the Chargers. I just saw their their back, their, their running back that's going to start in place of C-Mac, and it's Mike Davis, and he looks like a poor man's Mark Ingram. And Mark Ingram's already a poor man's Mark Ingram. <laughs> <laughs> so, fuck that. Uh, okay. I mean... Terry, uh, I think right. Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah, okay, we'll put we'll put we'll put the Chargers on hammer alert. Um, and then let's see here. Moving on to the Bucks, Broncos, Tampa Bay um, snagged their first dub last week against said shitty Panthers. Um, and see here, the Broncos they've lost Drew Locke. Broncos are without Drew Locke. They're zero and two. Tampa Bay minus six. Damn, dude, you gotta give me the Buccaneers to cover six. I mean, shit, like, who's the QB now in there? It's gonna be Blake Bortles. Yeah. You think Blake Bortles walks in there and fucking... No, dude, hell no. Give me the Bucks. Uh, this, is my, this is my hammer. I'm gonna hammer this game with the spread. Give me the Tampa Bay Buccaneers minus six all day. I'm hammering this game. This is the one. Right. I'm, this is the game I'm slamming now. This is my hammer time. Just slamming Chris, it right there, guaranteed. I think this one's gonna go straight through. They got this game. There's no way. Leonard Fournette did well last week. Yeah. Chris Godwin's healthy. Chris Godwin is healthy. healthy. There's their their offense is looking good, healthy. Uh, 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 so I I think they gotta pull this off, dude. The the Broncos are hammered, dude. They with injuries. I, and, and they're 0-2, and, and uh, the Bucks just came off win, so I feel like they're going to ride that momentum to fucking destroy the, the Broncos, dude. Yeah, right. Yeah, man, I mean, 
yeah, fuck. I mean, I, I know we're not doing a lot of disagreeing on the show, guys, but hey, that, uh, I, I, as long as we make money, that's really all I care about. Okay, we have we have winning picks on the show, <laughs> so let's keep it rolling. I mean, it's, it's hard um, to argue against, you know, just straight up. Ignore that Bengals like, Chargers parlay, though. Yeah, that's uh, well, no, I mean, that's something we should argue about. You can hold Jacob accountable to that. If you want to know where he lives, and I'll fucking kick his ass, I'll let you know. Just DM me <laughs> on Twitter or Instagram at Rio Stunt, and you can get all the questions you need answered. Yeah, but if I win that one, don't be sending out my address where I got that money stacks going in, so I don't want to <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, guys, let's see here. Moving on. Um, here, um. This is this this is in fact my, my hammer time lock of the week. I like this. You're gonna I, I think y'all are gonna disagree, so I'd like to just kind of throw it up there. Hammer time lock of the week from yours truly, Chris Rios. I am two and zero oh so far on my hammer time lock of the week. I love Arizona Cardinals at home covering the six and a half against the Detroit Lions. That team they've Five lost they've lost the locker room. Oh, it's five and a half. I'm sorry. They've lost the locker room. The Lions don't want to be there. That team has nothing to play for. They're not going to win the division. They're already 0-2. If anything, as sad as it sounds, they might already be looking for the future. Now, the Cardinals are a team on the fucking rise. They're on fire. They're playing great. They're confident. Kyler Murray is confident. He's starting to look like Oklahoma Kyler Murray. I love it. I love it. He's gonna keep it rolling. Uh, give it to me, man. Give give me the Cardinals, dude. I'm I'm, I'm riding that hype train, man. They look great. Yeah, that offense is scary, dude. Kenyon Drake, Kyler Murray, Larry. But hey, wait, whoa, 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 whoa! Fucking... Don't start jumping on that shit yet. I know you're big on the fucking Lions and Matt Stafford. I Matt Stafford, but that's it, dude. I. I, I don't see it. He's the only game changer in that fucking team. I don't see anybody else stepping up and helping him out. At least. Maybe Kenny Galladay will be back this weekend. I'm not sure what the injury report is on him. Yeah, but I just, yeah, but I just don't. I just don't see that defense stopping Kyler Murray and, and D Hop, dude. That they're they're fucking on fire right now, and the lines are just traditionally trash, especially this season. Nothing's changed. And I just, five and a half. I'm surprised it's that low, dude. I I got a hammer the Cardinals with you, dude. What do you think, Jacob? I'm standing against you on this one. Galladay right. is back. Right he is, he's back on the field. Lions have been close, like heart like heartbreaks of that. that think about that first game against the Bears where they had they. The Lions are in the. First of all, here's why I'm also against it, just in general. The Lions have been holding games. They held the lead against the Packers. They held the lead against the, the Bears. But they're like, just like the Falcons, they're losing it. They're losing their leads. Letting the team come back from behind and win. But because of that being said, with a healthy quality, I feel it's going to be a lot closer game. I think they'll keep it within. Wait, did you say that the Lions have held their leads? No, they've had leads. They've oh, had yeah, leads going in. Yeah. They've lost them. They've had leads and they've lost them. With that in mind, that's what I'm trying to say. You want to put the plus five and a half for the Lions because they're going to keep it close. Will they lose? Probably yes against the Cardinals. Though I I want to say the Lions actually will finally click after you know getting their asses handed them for two games straight after the clicks again having leads. But I'm gonna take Lions 
my, uh, plus five and a half. I feel like you're gonna keep this game much closer than we think. You, I like I said, yes, the Cardinals' the offense is phenomenal. Their defense is also great. But like Matt Stafford is a playmaker. I'm a big uh, fan of their coach, Coach Patricia, just because of that Belichick tree. I I have to give it. To, I'm I'm taking Lions plus five and a half on this. I'm riding against you guys on this one. I still All believe right, in something with the Lions. The Lions. Know the Lions. I don't think they've covered the spread yet. Um, so we'll see. I guess something's gotta give, right? Um, but I, but man, I, I, I'm just riding that Kyler Murray train right now, dude. They, those guys look so, so confident. Man. They do. I mean, nuke out there. I agree. But like I said, I don't think the. I do think the Cardinals are going to win. But covering the spread, no, I don't see that with the, with the Lions. I feel the Lions are be able to come back and get this one. At least close, really? close within a field goal. Just don't be surprised when they piss on your fucking hopes, dude. Oh, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. I'm not saying about Let me this. Point out. This isn't my lock. This is not my lock. I'm not. Let me find out they're the last leg in your parlay, and then the. I don't. I don't even. To be honest, <laughs> I'm not sure if I'm going to do parlay. Uh, I I was one for three parlays last week. Uh, hey, that's really all you need. That's, that's all I need. The, the one that screwed me over the most was that Chiefs. And we're gonna talk about that game later on. Oh yeah, okay. God. That that all being said, man, shit. The, the, these last couple of games are fucking juicy. Um, get your popcorn ready for this one, okay? Uh, get your popcorn ready. Okay. Here we go, guys. Next game on the slate: Cowboys Seahawks. Cowboys are on the road in Seattle. Four and a half point underdogs. I expect this line to move a lot as we get closer to the game time. We are, like we do every show, recording before the Thursday night game. Holy shit. The Seahawks barely covered that spread last week. So what are we looking at here, guys? Uh, I personally... Man. It's tough, but... Fuck, man. If you're going to give the Cowboys four and a half, I mean, you might as well... What's up? And give it to me. Uh, I'll go, dude. I I like the Seahawks on this one. It's four and a half. From what I've seen these past two weeks from the Seahawks, that offense fucking solid. Dude. That run game solid. Their defense is doing okay. They did get they did get a lot of points scored on them by the Patriots and, and, and the Falcons. Yeah, I feel like this game will be a shootout. Maybe the over will be fucking juicy. Uh, I think it's. Uh, the over for this game. Oh is... no, I would not touch that over. <laughs> it's, it? 56. It's... Oh, it's fifty-six. Oh god, <laughs> no, I would not touch that over. Yes, it's juicy, but no, I'm not touching that over uh-huh. whatsoever. Well, that, it, it's up in the air at that point. But hey, look, it's gonna be a shootout. I think between Dak Prescott and Russell Wilson. Okay, but I, the two solid offenses. Uh, I I just think that Russell Wilson is possibly the MVP of the season. I know it's still too early, but hey, dude, he he is, in my opinion, I, I would take him over Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. He's my favorite quarterback in the you league know, right I, now. I, I said it before on my first show that Russell Wilson was my, was my MVP candidate, which, by the way, I sound like a genius right now because he's leading odds. So, guys, if y'all have friends who want to get interested in some gambling here, making some money, spread the word. We're getting good information out here, guys, for free. But, hell, you know what? That being said, man, 
I can't believe I'm gonna do this, and I haven't I haven't flip flop on the show yet before, but I'm gonna go ahead and just do it, guys. I take it back. Give me the Seahawks laying the points, man. The Cowboys pissed me off too much. I'm going with my emotion there, keeping the game scoreless. The Cowboys should not have even won that game. I'm speaking on my brain, they shouldn't have won that game. The Seahawks honestly should have won by more, right? But they gave up a fluky pick six to start the game. And then Pete Carroll could have fucking completely ran away with the dub but decided to hand the ball back to the Patriots. Yeah, man, give me Seattle laying the points against the Cowboys. They're clearly one of the better teams in the NFC. I mean, if the Cowboys win, great. It would be a good statement win to go 2-1. I think it would completely negate how shitty they looked in Week 1 if they did pull off a win in Seattle. Just don't think it's going to happen. I think Seattle does it pretty pretty seamlessly. In fact, they could easily win by 10-plus. I'm agreeing with everything I said. I, I said I sang the phrases of the Seahawks earlier when we were talking about the New England game. But uh, yeah, no, both teams have banged up defenses. We're looking at a shootout of a game. And Russell Wilson has been just, look, look at this thing. He's had more touchdowns than he's had in completions. So far this this season. That's fucking insane. That's he insane. Already nine, he already has nine touchdown passes. Okay, it's ridiculous. And yeah, like I said, that that pick six wasn't even his fault. That was an easy pass. His, his, his guy should have got it. It tipped his hand. Yeah, it hit his chest. Hit his chest. Like it was just it was just a bad great opportunity. You can't make those mistakes though against the Patriots defense. That Patriots defense did what the Patriots defense does when people make mistakes. But after that, there were no more mistakes. Okay, it was just a solid finding grind fight throughout that game. Cowboys defense though is much more banked up. Uh, Seahawks defense is too. That's why I agree with you that it's a high scoring shootout. But Seahawks are still going to run away with this. And Cowboys do not have a good track record in Seattle. Cowboys D looks suspect. I expect uh, Russell Wilson and company to, to fucking pick them apart. So yeah, once again, yeah. we all agree. Seattle minus four and a half. Seattle minus four and a half. Yeah, I mean, we're going to thrive with that one. Um, here's where shit gets a little complicated, though. The Packers are uh, are three-point underdogs against the Saints. Saints coming off of a loss, getting upset at home. Or no, not uh, on the road, I'm sorry, against Las Vegas in Las Vegas. Oh, man, the Packers, they're, they're a team that's looking pretty damn good. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is like saying, hey, guys, fuck y'all. Should have drafted me some a fucking other wide receiver, but, you know, it's none of my business. Shit, guys, what do y'all think? I, I'm, I'm by uh, no means do I give me Packers. Green Bay. Give me Green Bay on this one. I don't think Michael Thomas is playing again this weekend because they gave him like, the, the window they gave him was like about three weeks. So I think he's going to end up missing this game as well. And yeah. as long as Devontae Adams is healthy by this weekend, dude, I think they will fucking. I guess that's, I mean, that's a fair play. I mean, really, I'm not confident about either side. But, uh, I mean, I watched that that last Saints game on Monday night, dude. I mean, the, the they were able to arm is finished. Dude, dude, he looked fucking, he looked uncomfortable as fuck. Old as fuck. He looked, <laughs> he looked like Brady. Yeah, dude, I just don't. Especially with, like, his fucking go-to target, right? Always throwing slants to him. I just don't think that, that uh, 
that that he's gonna be able to pull off these big plays against the the Packers, dude. No, and I but... think Aaron Rodgers still got an in him. He's been doing well these past two weeks. Yeah, well, I feel like he's I feel like he's gonna outshine Drew Brees in this one. Shit, I... a field goal to boot. I still think I, I'm, I'll just do my takes on this one real quick. Uh, Creamy, like I said, that, that offense right now is unstoppable, but their defense is still suspect. This is a game you want to hit the over. Even that 52 and a half, I want to hit the over on this this one, boys. This one's going to be another shootout. This is one I expect to hit the over really? on. Really? You know what? You know what? I like that, Jacob. I'm fucking tailing that. I like the, it's 52. And a half. 52 and a half right down the over. That's uh, seven touchdowns and a little bit more than a field uh, Seven touchdowns, a field goal, and the hook. With, with, which was just three, two legends. And like you said, Drew Brees is coming off a game where he looks suspect. He's gonna, he's one of those no, people like he bounces right, back. Right? He bounces back. When the, he's one of those quarterbacks like when you look suspect, you don't like continue. He's gonna bounce back. I think it's a big thing. Once again, Brees' biggest problem is his hubris. I mean, look at his cleats like for that game against the the Raiders, having his own records all on them, and then getting actually destroyed. Like he's, he's well, the, hey, he took it like a dude, humble. I like that, but but that that overplay actually sounds really good, man. You said it's fifty-two and a half, so like that's half. Seven, so that's seven touchdowns, a field goal, and the hook, right? Mm-hmm. But for those out there who don't know the term hook. Uh, in the gambling world, that's just uh, lingo for that half point. So, if you lose by a half point, you lost by the hook. Or it's six and a half, it's six and a hook, right? Um, just for those folks out there unfamiliar with the terminology. But, man, dude, I, I, I love that, dude. I mean, shit, like, that game could easily go to overtime. If it's... I'm, I'm like, Packers, Packers, Packers plus three... By the hook, three and a half. If it goes to OT, you win basically, right? As long as both teams touch the ball. Yeah, man. I mean, here's that's that's what I would say. Yeah, by the hook of that one. Here's my idea with this one. It's gonna be high scoring. It's electric. This is the Sunday night football game, guys. You know it's going to be electric. This is going to be the game that people are gonna be like. Oh. It's the legends of Drew Brees versus Aaron Rodgers. Like I said, I still think Greenblade plus three on this one, but it's going to be electric. To fun to watch uh but that over is really what enticing me on this one more and i'll talk about the other games soon but like that over 52 and a half is gonna be a great game to watch just in general but i got packers minus uh packers plus three man packers plus three i gotta admit man i do love the packers but fuck when you really think about it it's like damn when the saints really gonna lose like two games in a row like that sounds really shitty but oh fuck man but it's tough. Um, all the sharps are all over the Saints. But by like I said, by no means is that game a lock. I think there's going to be a lot of spread moving leading up to that game, which is why I'm going to wait. Uh, if the Packers can somehow get to like four points for some reason, I'm going to take that. Um, if for some reason it moves to like two points, maybe even two and a half, I might change my mind and go with the Saints. But it's going to be a fun game to watch. Sunday Night Football, we have ourselves a treat. But 
the real, the main course, though, guys. The game we're all looking forward to is this last game. Uh, hold on, we didn't get rigged. So wait, so Chris, what are you? So you're just staying away from this game? Is that what we're saying? We're not putting anything. I'm staying away, but as far as picking is concerned, I'm, I'm gonna go with over the 52 and a half. Okay, so you're gonna pick the over with this one. I'm taking not, the look, over. We're not taking no spread a, picks on I, this one. I think I'm, I've, since it's Sunday night football and it's my favorite game of the week, I. Uh, I got. I'm. I'm gonna be a little ballsy and take Packers plus three and a half and the over. I'm gonna parlay that, dude. Oh, that sounds great. I love it, Ricky. I. I, I want to run with you on that one. I feel like running with you on that one. That sounds. I like great. that, dude. That sounds like amazing. That. I'm gonna take that, dude. Yo, Spready's holy. Yeah, how the rest of the day goes, I'm. I'm probably gonna take it with you. I'll probably take that. Give thing me something. With you. Give me something fucking juicy this weekend. I'm going to take that, dude, for Sunday Night Football. Hell yeah. Oh, my God. Sounds like we're getting drunk. Okay. Sounds good. But like I said, leading up to the main course, guys. Oh, man. The game we all had circled in our calendars since the dawn of the NFL schedule for this season, fellas. We have the defending Super Bowl champion, Kansas City Chiefs, against the MVP reigning MVP and the Baltimore Ravens. Man, oh man, do we have ourselves a matchup. The Ravens are three and a half point favorites. Good lord, what's gonna give? The Chiefs coming off of a tough game against an interdivision opponent. The Ravens coming fresh off of opening a whole case of whoop ass on everyone they've played so far. Man, can, can the Chiefs help pump the brakes on this Ravens fucking course of destruction? Or will, or will the Ravens continue to fucking lay the hurt and make hands down the biggest statement to date, man? So. Uh, I'm going to follow along Ricky when he said the last one. Uh, I'm going to parlay this one too. I'm parlaying Chiefs plus three and a half and the over of 54 and a half. Another gonna be an electric shootout game i think the chiefs are gonna be able to pump the brakes once again the ravens have been creaming lesser known teams the chiefs you know did away with the, the tech say that again jacob they've been creaming yeah <laughs> oh, dude. What, 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 what word do you want to use destroying PG, bro. i don't know yeah dude this is a fucking family show oh man. sorry it's a fucking family show i didn't know it's a fucking family show when your parents tuning in? Yeah, there's fucking kids listening. No, thankfully, uh, the watch your watch your parents tune in. Like, the parent FCC is uh, not uh, here currently. What are you? What's this about creaming? Yeah, this lock of the week brought to you by Ecstasy Showgirls. <laughs> Roxy's brought to you by Roxy's Showgirls. Shout out to my girls. So, uh, uh shout out to Pumpkin Spice. <laughs> No, but uh, no, I'm saying I think Chiefs plus three and a half is way too generous. I think it should be plus three, but I'm taking that plus three and a half. What's the over? It's over 54 and a half. Damn. Once again, another another spicy over. You're just like, oh, this is going to be a Monday night. A Monday night football. The Sunday night and a Monday night game, both are going to be great, phenomenal, fantastic. Electric to, honest, to watch. Honest, guys, I think the Ravens have been so hot. I think that I think that they cover, dude. I, I really do think that the Ravens are gonna put up and make a statement, and then from then 
every fucking spread on the Ravens is going to be ridiculous from there on out. But, hey, you know what? Oh, man, at 54, dude, I like the over on this one. But I'm going to buy. I, I'd be willing to buy the, the spread down to, like, minus two and a half. But, fuck, you know what? If I'm really, truly speaking here from my heart, which I shouldn't do, uh, it's just, like, dude, you're going to give the Patty Mahomes at three and a half points? Exactly. That's what I'm dude, saying. You like got, you got to give it to me. I know it's a trap. It sounds like a trap. Chiefs money line, but for a course of tracking, give me the Chiefs. Give me the Chiefs plus three and a half. There we go. There we go. Give it to me, baby. Oh, man. That's, like I said, that's another one. I Like I said, following Ricky's playbook, I'm taking the Chiefs plus three and a half and the over 54 and a half in that game as well. That's That was like a good parlay as well. It's going to be an electric game. I just can't wait to watch these games. Oh, man. This is going to be a great slate of, like, late night and ending the week games. It's going to be electric, dominant, just amazing. Yeah, dude. I I don't know so much. I, the only thing, I, I do like the over more than I like the points. But I, I, I will say this. When, when are you ever going to, this this season or the next season, yeah, when, are, when are you... When are you ever going to get the, the Chiefs as underdogs? Great you know? point, Ricky. Great point. When are you going to have the Chiefs as underdogs? When are you going to get this opportunity? Like, you could deadass lose. Or, like, dude, like, I could lose seriously and honestly feel okay with it because I don't know if I'd be able to label myself if I passed up the one opportunity to take Patrick Mahomes and more than a field goal. It just doesn't exactly. happen. It's not going to happen any other time throughout the season. I. Yeah, dude. I I don't know about parlaying it. But, yeah, but, all that. But fuck it, dude. I I I I would be fine with either the over or uh, or or taking the the Chiefs with the points, dude. I think they could at least stay within a field goal. Or fucking hell, the money line sounds juicy too. But give me the Chiefs and the points, dude. I fuck. I mean, so what? Like, are we all on? Are we all on Chiefs? We're all to, on Chiefs. Uh, Chiefs lay the points. Are y'all all like I mean, and you like the over as well, right? Yeah, I would like said the the ones the overs have called so far. Uh, I agree with with like Green Bay New Orleans game the over, this Kansas City Baltimore game the over, and then like I said the uh, New England Las Vegas game the under. Okay, okay. Well, hey, make sure to go back and uh, listen to the show and track your picks. Oh, yeah, I, I, I've been writing this down for us this time. If, I'm, if I had a guess, I believe from whenever you were on my week two show that you were above 500. So you are on the winning side. So as long as you stay winning, you can be on the show. <laughs> oh, okay. Once I'm out, I'm out. Okay, it's like uh, Jeopardy coming. <laughs> you are the weakest link. Oh, man. Like, uh... Like that, like our homeboy from Boston is probably not gonna be back on the show. He didn't know a goddamn thing about anything. Oh no! I mean, he, he's from Boston and rooting for both the Falcons and the Cowboys. Like, you can't be doing yeah, that from Boston. He, like, he made you sound good, Jacob. <laughs> I mean, I make myself sound good, Ricky. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Kidding. Hey, we'll see who comes out on top. Bro. We definitely you, will. You said you were you were keeping track of, of all this shit on the Excel. Yeah, I got an Excel sheet I went down. The only thing I just want to make sure for the public, because I wasn't getting this right, Chris, 
What is your take? You didn't give me a spread on Green Bay New Orleans. Who do you have? Uh, Green Bay New Orleans. I uh, I'm gonna ride with. Well, I mean, so what I've been doing is, so for for my tracking sake, it's either either the spread or either the under or over. Okay. Yeah, four options on any game. Take the best one out of all the score. I personally like spreads more than totals, so only every now and then do I ever actually take totals. But for this one, for that one, dude, I, I love the, both those teams so much. I, I just want to see them score, so give me the over. So you're not going to take any of the spread on that one, so I'm going to leave you flank them. Because I'm keeping track of the spreads. I have the over-unders on the side separately. Uh, but we okay. We all have you had, you'd have to be a communist to bet on the under for this fucking I just don't, I don't see it. Yeah, you have to be an absolute fucking communist socialist. <laughs> oh, man, it's going to be electric. Great times. Oh, Great man, times. I love that. That's going to be a fun game, guys. If anything, if anything, Jacob, before we wrap up the show, I want to hear what, what, just because you've been so good with these props, what's your best prop for Monday night? Oh, best prop for Monday night? Oh, Monday night game? That's going to be fun, dude. Oh, like, the Monday really night weird. game. I'll tell you the best prop right now. You want to get Tyreek Hill, man. Oh, Tyreek oh, Hill over a touchdown. Call it right now. Tyreek Hill is going to touch down every game so far. He's going to continue on that trend. I'm taking Tyreek Hill over a touchdown for player prop. Uh, in general, overall, keep on going through. Give me DK Metcalf in the Seahawks game, uh, and give me, uh, and like give me. Camaro on Sunday night. So I feel like you're gonna feed him the ball, especially. Oh yeah, Alvin Kamara. I'll take. I've I've run Alvin Kamara also twice for getting that rushing touchdown. Give it to me again, and give me Cam Newton again for a rushing touchdown in the end zone. These are the ones that've been like consistently. They're just dominating there, especially in the end zone field. You gotta keep, take one, keep on okay, working. Okay, you wanna hear mine? You wanna hear yeah, I wanna prop? hear you. Okay, by the way, I wanna point out our prop. Actually, there's one prop that failed last time. I'm not sure I wanna take it again, but we might, which is that Steelers against their uh, the, the running back. They actually did oh, score the dude, old. See, look, yeah, that, that we barely lost, but hey, it's a good one. And the prop that Jacob's referring to, guys, is uh, taking the under on whatever fucking running back is <laughs> playing against the is playing against the, uh, the Steelers um, since they've been shutting down everybody. Uh, but even then, dude, I mean Melvin Gordon, he hit the over, but he only had seventy yards on the ground. Yeah, it was kind of ridiculous. We might do it again against like, the Texans. How, that's how low, like, and, and Vegas always adjusts, but that's just how good these guys have been. I mean, who are the Steelers? The Steelers are going up against who again? They're playing the Texans. The Texans. The David Texans. Johnson. David Johnson. And don't start David Johnson. If his, if, his, if, his, if, his, if his over under on yards is under seventy five, we'll take the under. Let, let me see if I can grab that up real quick while you're right, finishing a, this up. What was yours? It, what was no, your player probably, prop? They're probably not. They're probably not out yet. I never know. <laughs> My player prop for the weekend, dude. Give me Jonathan Taylor over the half a touchdown, dude. Fuck yeah, I'll take that. Okay, uh, like Chargers. Yeah, the Jets. Yeah, against Jets. the Jets. Oh, dude. Jets. Against right. the shitty defense, Marlon. Oh yeah, so they can be the primary running back. They're gonna feed him the ball, dude. just All like right. they did this past weekend. Give me. Okay, I like. I like. Anytime touchdown, Lamar Jackson rushing in. Yep, give me Lamar Jackson rushing that ball in for a touchdown at some point on Monday night. 
they're going to want to get creative. They're going to be in the red zone a lot. You know, I mean, Lamar has been throwing the ball a little bit more this season than he did last season. But hey, when he gets in that red zone, expect him to get real creative, especially on third, second down. So that's what I'm riding with. Um, let's see here. That about does it for our NFL talk. Uh, we're, we're about to head into the NBA Finals here soon, guys. Oh, thank God the Heat. Yes, give me some money. today. Yeah, the Heat won today. They're up 3-1 to one in the series. Um, uh, let's see here. The uh, the Lakers are up 2-1 to one in their series. For the most part, it looks like they're going to take care of business. Looking like an impending Miami Heat-Lakers matchup. Um, that's going to be fun to watch. Leading into that, Lakers are going to be massive, massive favorites. Me and Ricky here have bets on the Lakers to win the championship. I'm fucking riding with it. I'm sticking with it. I'm not hedging. If anything, I might double down. Um, let's see here. We can talk a little bit more about that next show. Um, I might do another NBA short NBA segment later on the week for you guys. If anything crazy in these series get extended. But as of right now, it looks like we have Lakers heat. Um, if y'all guys have any questions about any of the games that we've had, if y'all want any uh, tutorials on some of how this gambling stuff works, some of the lingo, or I have a question for any one of the guests that I've had onto the show, please feel more than free to reach out to me on my social media, on Twitter and Instagram at Rio Stunt. Again, Twitter and Instagram at Rio Stunt. Feel free to check us out also on a podcast hosted by Tony Lopez called Let's Just Talk About, a weekly sports podcast that touches across all various sports. Um, Very, very, very fun show where I contribute as a betting analyst um, and recurring buddies, um, people like the ones I've had on my show, guys like Ricky um, and I believe Jacob um, is at some point going to be on the show as well if you like his takes. Feel free to give that a show and give that a listen as well. Also available on Spotify and Apple Pod. Other than that, that'll be it for the week, guys. Thank you so much for listening to Hammer Time. Let's go out there, make this bread, and guys, never let a bad week keep you down. Positive vibes only. And remember this: a gambler never, ever, ever makes the same mistake twice. They usually make it three or four fucking times first. (laughs) So stay positive, y'all. Y'all have a wonderful week. Signing out.